Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it had a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports in, in, in high school. Welcome to the Orange is the New Black podcast. We are your hosts, Zim Hude and Ace Boogie. Zim, what's going on, bro? Hello, world. You can't call me Zim Hude. I'm Zimmy Tobin today. Zimmy Tobin. It is Zimmy Tobin. Zimmy <laughs> Tobin is stepping to the podium today. Um, he's going to do more than dancing around offensive line questions. We're getting into the trenches today. Yes, sir. Um, so let's, uh, let's go ahead and is there anything that we want to say before we get started? I feel like one thing that we need to notice as we're recording this 6 p.m. Eastern time on a Sunday in Rappaport is just heating up. Like, I feel like he's about to unleash a whole bunch of people tonight. Uh, the, the wide receiver McKenzie from Buffalo takes a new deal two year. Zach Ertz takes a new deal. A couple of things have transpired. And then also Deshaun Watson is, is also uh, noted that he's not like Pittsburgh doesn't have enough ammo is, is the reports that I'm getting. And it's the Panthers and the Saints that are the two. Uh, mm. franch- franchises that are trying to make this offer for Deshaun Watson. Okay, so the Bucks aren't in it anymore. I, th- I heard the Bucks is like a wild card, so they're not in it anymore. It's down to the Saints and the Panthers, which makes it interesting. That's what they say, but you know how this goes. Until the thing goes all the way through, you know, you never know. It could be somebody right at the last second. Now, I have noted, because I do run a uh, Bengals versus Pittsburgh page, that Deontay Johnson and two other Steelers like post about Deshaun Watson. So mm-hmm. that that is something that they the players clearly want. So I, I imagine they would lobby t- to to the Roonies. I mean, I bet they would. If you staring down <laughs> Mr. right now, you probably would want to get whoever you can like Deshaun Watson for sure. Boy, can you imagine an all season where you're looking forward to Mitch Trubisky? Like, get out of here, bro. That's, That's crazy. That's that QB hell that I warned Tony about years ago when we first when we first started doing AFC Northside. I told him I was like, QB hell. If you don't address the quarterback position, you playing with fire. And now yes, Pittsburgh is staring that down of of Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell but, Trubisky. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into it, um, Zim Tobin. We got. The clearing of the cap space, this is where you can cut or restructure. You said last week I got that something. you had a, a surprise cut. Um, is it st- are you still cutting that player? Or are you thinking of something else? Look, we're gonna go, we're gonna go right into this. This is uh, Zimmy Tobin don't play no games. It's time to let the time to let the, the, the arsenal out and just shoot the bullets right off the break. Cut me, yeah. Trey Waynes. You're gone. Top of the list. Yeah. Get Trey Hopkins. He's gone. We've already been, you know, rumoring that already. This Now, these are three surprises I have for you guys. My first one is Samaj P. Ryan. Axe. I I watched that four-for-one play earlier. Somebody made me watch it, and it's so much closer than what you think. Mm -hmm. And and, um, that is a a stupid remark for me to bring up right now on the show, but I cannot escape that I feel like my man should have dove out on the ground. So, Samaj P. Ryan. Oh, yeah. He got to die for that. <laughs> you got to die for it. This is the last play of your life, bro. You got to dive out for that drink. When we was at the game, did you ever feel like that was that close? I thought it was like. I did it until we saw, I until I started seeing, like, other NFL players tweeting that. Like, come on, bro. You got to die for that. And I'm like, what? So, bro. when I actually saw it, like you said, when you're at the game, you don't see those angles. But when you see that angle, it's just like, how did he not? Die for that, bro. That's crazy. Um, keep it moving. Drew Sample, I know you still got one year left. The dead cap hit is not enough for me to cry over it because I got some major moves on the way. So, Drew, it's been nice. I love the way you block, but you got to block for somebody else, my boy. Because <laughs> <Got> you. <laughs> you damn no, sure I ain't, no you damn sure ain't catching no footballs, that's for sure. All right, so last, is that the, the last, last one, or we got last one, Josh Tupau. Is he on that list? Josh Tupau. I don't think so. I think he's a free agent. Oh, he no, he's he right here. He's he a uh, 
He was a restrict. I don't know why he's still on here. I don't. But yeah, let's go. All right, so he's out of there. We're gonna go to our first offers. Let's get it done. Anything you want to note right there? All right. Uh, Hassan Reddick was cut. Um, Demarcus Lawrence apparently agreed to restructure. Jerry Judy was cut. That doesn't make sense. Um, Let me see. Restructure. Nothing, nothing too crazy. So we're going to ignore that other stuff because that wouldn't have happened. Uh, Cam Irvin, though, was cut by the Carolina Panthers. He's a tackle. T- Taylor, Taylor Lewan was restructured. Got it. Taylor Lewan was restructured. And anybody that's new to this uh, all-season mock simulator, this is all a simulation. This is not real news. I know we're very close to news breaking stuff. I don't want people to confuse the two. Yes, please don't be confused if you're listening at home. This is a app that we use called FanSpeak, and you kind of get to mock the offseason. So that is what we're uh, working with. If you are getting this late, if this is like Tuesday or something like that, we're talking about in the actual free agency simulator, not in real life. All right. First offer, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. If you want to keep any of our own players. All right, let me send one real quick. Quentin Spain. Uh... Pull that boy up. Quentin Spain. I'm gonna try to do your deal right now. Okay. Uh let's let's do a two-year deal for Quentin Spain. All right. We're gonna yeah, I I I went on here earlier too, and I think somebody made a comment that you do have to put a comma in between. Okay. Uh, but Quentin Spain, we're gonna do thirty-two. I mean, three million two hundred dollars. I mean, three million two hundred thousand dollars. All right. Two years. I'm gonna give you fifty percent. All right. Um. Other than that, I have no other reason. Rejected. He said rejected. All right. See you later, my boy. I'll, I'll catch you. I'll catch you on a wave too. I, I thought you was a friend of the the show, but Q, we gonna. I'm gonna have to catch you and see you when I see you because I got some moves for you. All right, All right. so we're yeah, we're not re-signing anybody else on that list. All right. Okay, so looks like Dante Fowler was re-signed. Connor Williams was re-signed. Uh looks like uh that's for the most part it with the notable guys um that I can see. Almost forgot Gerald McCoy was still in the league. Uh let's go ahead and get into free agency. So you got sixty three point eight million. In cap space, <laughs> where, are we, where are we going with that? What are we doing with that? Tight end, tight end, boom. Is now I went on here earlier. I didn't see him. Is Rob Gronkowski is not on this list, right? Um, he was he on there when you were on here. He was on there when I was on there. He I don't know why is. it's tripping, so he's not. All right, so Evan Ingram, I'm gonna just pivot to you. Okay, Evan Ingram. I'm going to send you two years, seven mil per. You're going to see my common thread, my common theme for all of these is I go front loaded on all of them. So it's just what I do, 50%. So I'm pretty much guaranteeing all these guys their first year, you're going to get all the cash money off the break. That's why they're going to love me. If you ball out and you get to your second year, third year, that's my ongoing theme. Uh, so Evan Green Ingram was the first one. Let me go to Riley. Let me go to tackles. That's the only tight end I'm going to extend to. So let me get Riley Reef. I'm going to try to send him something right now in the first wave. Um, I'm going to send him a two-year deal. Let's do $6,400,000. Actually, I don't even think I would have to send him that much. Let's, let me do a two-year 42. So I mean, I'm sorry, four million two hundred thousand. I got to kill him. I don't want to say four point two, and then you write point two. Fifty percent guaranteed. So I'm guaranteeing first years of contracts on all of these guys. That's why I think they're gonna like me. Um, next one, let's go to guards. So I want to go with youth on this one. I've thought about this long and hard. A lot of people are counting on uh, just what guys are right now. I'm thinking long jeopardy. Um, I'm going to go James Daniel. This is a guy I was looking at my draft, my draft board from 2018. I had Corbett and James Daniel and McGlinchey on that list. I was looking at it earlier. I'm going to post it on Twitter, too, because I think it's pretty crazy. Uh, safety, I even had um, Jesse Bates on it, but he was, like, in the back. But James Daniel is the guy I'm going to oh, go. Okay. I was like, hopefully he's here. Okay. James Daniels. 
What you want so to I'm gonna I'm gonna give him nine point eight million for three years. I think James Daniels is the guy that they weren't high on coming out of the draft um, for the Bengals. So this one I'm gonna do forty percent because that's pretty much his first year for the most part. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna do that now. The big boy, we're gonna go to Ryan Jensen. Notice I haven't traded anybody before we came in here. Ace made the brilliant trade when we were on the show last time. He traded for Lyle Collins. I'm just gonna try to go a different mark this time. And notice I also submit. Oh, he's on the center. Sorry, my bad. I sent the offer. Ryan Jensen. Ryan. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm trying to be as realistic as possible. I think James Daniel, I've heard, has been getting offers up to twelve million. Um, for James Daniels, but I just sent him nine point eight. So we'll, I know what I'm gonna do if he doesn't accept. Ryan Jensen, I'm gonna go along with what people are telling me. We're gonna follow Pac Man's uh, thing where he was saying, you know, this three for thirty nine. So I'm gonna do a three year, twelve point one per. Appreciate y'all checking us out today. Orange is the new black. We getting ready for the free agency. This is this is where the magic happens, though. Um, we're going to guarantee 40% of that contract. So that's a little bit over a year that I'm pretty much saying, Ryan Jensen, we want you to anchor. I know you don't get the second level as much, but you are going to anchor this line and we are going to snap the ball from you for the next three years. Uh, right after that, let me see defensive line. Um, I'm a, I think I'm going to send something to Zach Kerr in a second, but right now we're not going to go there. Now, Maurice Hurst is a guy I wanted to target, but I did find out earlier today that San Francisco uh, re-signed him a couple of days ago. So okay. we're not going to do that. Is is Indava Kinsu on there? That's a great question. Yes, he is. All right, let me. right, I'm going to send him something. I doubt if he takes this, but we're going to try to lowball him at the very beginning just to see if I could get this done. I'm going to send him $2.1 million, two years, 50%. So I'm guaranteeing his first year. He's just going to be a veteran. Just a depth piece on this defensive line. Give me 200 snaps at most. All right. After, after that, we're going to go to cornerbacks. And I'm going to take a page out of Ace's book. All right. Carlton Davis. So a lot of people are talking about uh, J.C. Jackson and other guys like that. Carlton Davis, I think, is 25 years old. Already won a Super Bowl. I went to his page earlier today. Do you know what was in his mouth, Ace? What was in his mouth? A grill. <laughs> so you so you know what I feel about grills, and you gotta you gotta swag it out if you're gonna come to Cincinnati. So immediately right. I said, why didn't I think of this? Carlton Davis, up. sign him up. You got a grill and you rocking ice, you rocking you rocking slugs in your mouth, permanent, temporary, whatever. If you're doing that and you got the swag and you're a Super Bowl champion, hundred percent I'm about to send you an offer. Three years. We're gonna do this at eleven five. Because I've heard I've heard that he's might he might make way more than that, but I got a feeling on this on this uh program he might take it. Okay. So eleven five, three years. I'm a only I'm only gonna guarantee him thirty five percent. Is that even an option? Yep, thirty-five. All right, so let's send him that. Next, I'm gonna go to Hassan Reddick. I need to go to Edge. This is a guy that I was begging for last offseason. He had a pretty productive year. I think he re-signed with the Panthers. I think they might list him as a linebacker. Possibly. For sure. Yeah, I think so. Three, four. I know he's on there. Oh, and unless they re-signed him on the thing in that list. No, nah, I think it said that he was cut. I think it, I think it did. On. Come on, Hassan. Hold on. Maybe he is on edge. Hold on. Let's see. No, no, he is on edge. They got him as an edge. I'm pretty. I think I seen it on yep, there when you when is. you were on there. All, All right. right, so let's send Hassan Reddick. Uh, we're gonna send him two years, five point five, and I'm gonna guarantee half of it. It's crazy because when he was in a three four, they considered him a linebacker. Goes to a four three. Now he's edge, but I get it. All right, so after that, now my last uh, offer I'm going to send out for today, go to safety. Now that we know about Jesse Bates, I think the writing's on the wall where we need to have a little bit of protection. We're talking about the second year of Von Bill coming up. 
Um, I'm sorry, the contract year of Von Bell coming up as well. So I'm going to go to a guy that we saw earlier with that fluke interception in the playoffs. We're going to go sign Malik Hooker. This is a guy that I really wanted coming out of the draft as well. Been so, somewhat of a journeyman, but this is a great depth piece. I think he'll fit in right, really well behind um, Ricardo Allen. Probably doesn't have the hitting uh, in open field run support as maybe a Ricardo Allen, if that at Ricardo's Allen age. But as far as a roamer, nickel dime packages can get all over the field and as we saw in the titans game still can get to the ball so i'm going to offer him a two-year deal we're only going to offer him 2.9 much you guaranteeing 50 or less than that uh 50 percent all right Anybody else? That's it for today. Now, there are some guys that we, if you guys are following, y'all paying attention and you're checking this out on uh, YouTube, um, there are some guys that I'm leaving out there. So I'm really hoping that they accept these offers or I'm screwed. <laughs> All right. Let me see. Especially if I just I cut my number two tight end, I cut my number two running back. Now, m- mind you, you know, we're banking on, uh, we're banking on, uh, what you call it? I'm going to do one last go through the list before I go to the next day, just in case. As, as we're as we're filming this, this just came in from Mike Girardi. Tampa Bay would love to keep Ryan Jensen per league source, but Jensen could command a similar deal to the one Joe Tooney got a year ago. That's trouble for the Bengals because the Bengals, I don't believe, will pay a center that type of money. That's just and, as we're recording this. This is live. With, with Jensen, I'm hearing like the Ravens are involved as well. Is there anybody else other than the Bengals and Ravens that you've heard of them? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is a major player where they, where they want to bring them back. But if you're Ryan Jensen, what are you coming back to? Now, yeah. early earlier, I don't know if y'all saw this. Tom Brady was with um uh Tom Brady was with Ronaldo, and Ronaldo asked him on the field. The cameras caught this earlier today. I don't I'm not a big soccer player. I do know Ronaldo. Don't shoot me. I feel like Ronaldo is better than Messi. I know somebody in the comments is ready to kill me. <laughs> but Ronaldo was talking to Tom Brady after the game and he or after the match, I'm sorry. And he was saying that um he Ronaldo said, Hey, you're done, right? And Tom was like, uh. So he's not saying no. And if that's the case, then you got to think Ryan Jensen and Ron, Rob Gronkowski are probably off the table. Yo, yeah, if Brady is coming back, you got to think that for sure. And I was talking to a good friend of mine that's a Bucks fan, and he was thinking that the Brady retirement thing could be a way for them to finesse the cap. Like, it's like a way that they can get around cap space and stuff like that, potentially, if he, like, fakes this retirement and comes back. But we'll, right. have, to, we'll have to see. Nah, that's a good point there. All right, so we done submitting offers for the first day, right? Let's submit it. Let's run it. Here we go. All right. Evan Ingram accepted your two-year offer for $7 million per year. Riley Reeve declined your offer. He could kick rocks. Uh, James Daniels <laughs> accepted your offer for $9.8 million a year. Ryan Simpson accepted your three-year yes, offer sir, for $12.1 uh, And Dominican Sue declined your offer. You're a bum, Sue. Hassan Reddick accepted your offer of two years, $5.5 million. Carlton Davis accepted your offer for eleven point five for three years. And then Malik Hooker accepted your two-year offer for $2.9 per year. That is hot. That's some Zimmy Tobin stuff right there. I'm just going to let y'all know that right now. That right there is depth on the first on the first wave. We got some good action up front. I got a starting corner. With Carlton Davis, now I can go to the draft BPA 100% with Ryan Jensen. And did Spain take my offer? Hold up. Uh, that was before. That was before. No, yeah. Spain rejected, remember? So Spain rejected. Right. I'm going to come back Let's see. Some notable, some notable moves that happened. The only thing that I saw was CJ Zama. Zama signed with Jacksonville on a four-year, $9.6 million per year deal. Randy Gregory. Bradley Bozeman went to Wouldn't the that Panthers. be a nightmare? That would be a nightmare. Randy Gregory to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, if, if uh, as long as uh, Mitch is still the quarterback, they can get whoever. <laughs> that defense, man, they could put some pressure on I'm, I'm going to tell everybody, if y'all watching this show – I don't so, care what these teams talking about. If they got something from the edge, we do not care. As we learned this year, it's interior pressure. 
is the Achilles heel of Joe Burrow. And I don't I don't think it's a secret anymore. But I don't really care about the guys on the outside. I feel like he almost invites the pressure on the outside. Facts. So you got 26.5 million. Run it up. Let's are go. You, are you done or are you heading to the draft? I don't know what Hell that, no, I ain't done. Zimmy Tobas. I don't know what the uh the the what is it like 12 million for the draft class? So you still got like 14. 15. No, no, no. Check this out. At the end of that joint, they already had a five million sitting there that they've already calculated in this number. I noticed that at okay. the end of your show mm-hmm. um on this past week. And then also I listened to Jeff Hobson the other day speak on it. It's really about 3.5, but he's got to value it at five. And okay. that's perfect because you got to think where we're picking at at 31. <laughs> These signing bonuses are expensive. Exactly. That's why Joe Burrow's money hit was so high in 2020. And then Jamar Chase's hit was so high in 2021. That's mm-hmm. why Bengals fans are all like, yeah. I remember even on the show when you were doing us, I said, right. man, you got to have like nine or 12 million. You don't because right. of the cap hit is not. It's the, the cash bonus, the signing bonus for these guys at number 31. And then what is it, 58 or something or 66? 66. Yeah. Or something like that. It was something like 68. Also, also we're going to find out about the compensatory pick, possibly of John Ross for a fourth round pick. We're going to find that out like in the next 48 hours. I'm told. Do you, hey, well, I guess it won't. So, with uh, let's talk Lyle Collins real quick. So, obviously, uh, Dallas traded Amari Cooper yesterday for like next to nothing, right? Like peanuts. Peanuts. It's a similar situation with Lyle right now, but no, nothing is being done. Do you think that the Bengals are waiting on that comp pick to trade that for him? And it does that timeline line up with when with when the Cowboys will release Lyle? Because they said like if they don't get anything for him, that they're gonna release him, and then he's gonna be in the open market. Right, and there's no chance that they release him. Let's just put that out there. That's just them putting that out there to let other teams know like this is real. Right. But there's no scenario that they're going to release and they're going to get something. I think that the compensation for it was probably really, really low. Once you factor in, you see the desperation on him with Amari Cooper just saying, hey, look, we don't even care. We just need to get him off the books. Right. And, and um, so you see the desperation there. I think it probably started as them probably wanting to get a four, four, fifth. But I think as it's gone on, there's no reason to do a swap with them or anything. I think at best. And I think this one might even be a little bit high. Is a third round. I really think. I really think it's a fourth round. I wouldn't swap. I wouldn't do nothing because of what you said. The compensatory pick possibly coming in as a fourth, fifth, whatever. You know, you're about to get it back. So whatever happens, just just send them the third. Send them the fourth. I just feel like that's the most that anybody's willing to offer because they know that he he possibly could get dumped off. That's the only thing that I can see is like is Duke. Tobin and company waiting to see, all right, like we're going to get a fourth back for John Ross here. Take this fourth uh, versus our other fourth, which might be, you know, a little higher or something like that. So maybe that could be what's what's holding them up. I think as long as if I'm not mistaken, and you guys can correct me in the comments if I'm wrong, I think as long as they trade Lyle by before June 1st or whatever that is, then that's that's when it's going to count against them. So they could still like this can go into next week or whatever. Right. And it could be until the Bengals find out that that compensatory pick and revisit that. And say like a Trevor Penning or somebody is right there at number 31. Now you just like forget Lyle Collins. Right. Because, I mean, now you got Deontay Smith on the other side. You've Now your room's already stacked. Now you say, all right, well, I'm going to bring a Lyle Collins. Now you're mixing guys up and putting them in different positions to me, whereas I think that you'll probably look at it if I'm the Bengals front office and say, man, I just used my first-round pick for a starting tackle. I can't go wow. get another one. Okay, I was um... – I was going back to look at when the Bengals traded for Cordy Glenn because, remember, that was a move that happened before the draft. I'm not sure if it happened before free agency. It may have. I don't know how the dates work. It actually happened on March 12th of 2018, so that would have been crazy if it would have happened like yesterday. But this was around the time before when they made the trade for uh, Cordy Glenn several years ago. Right. So I think it's very possible. I I still think it's possible. I just think that they aren't the only ones. Let's get let's get back into the Zimmy Tobin part two. Now we're in we're in we're in the second wave here. So mind you, everything I just did is on what you're about to see on Monday, which will be March 14th in this hypothetical mock world that we're living in. 
that's all that first wave stuff that you would see all Bengals. I just did a lot of moves. This is the second wave by the time you get to Wednesday of this week. This is what it should look like. Um, first, let's go to running back because I cut P. Ryan. Do you all know why I cut P. Ryan? Go all the way down to the bottom. Uh, is Cordell Patterson gone? Yes. Yes. Now, mind you, Darren Simmons said he wanted a return guy that could put the fear of God in people. I think he was talking about from a punt return perspective, but from a kick return perspective in a Swiss Army knife, fourth and one, running back that could do anything that you want. Split him out wide, do whatever you want. If y'all watched him this past year, ultimate animal. But at running back and as an optional kick return specialist or whatever, with Brandon Wilson now gone, let's get it on. Let's send this on to Cordell Patterson. I'm going to send him a two-year offer. $4.5 4.5 million per because this past year he absolutely balled out. If you had him in fantasy football, he absolutely destroyed people. 50% Zimmy Tobin style, all your first year guaranteed. Second year, we might give you the axe, but you don't know that. We're fleecing. <laughs> <laughs> Got a void, void year deals. Yes, sir. Ski. <laughs> all right. So Cordell Patterson, that's our Samaj P. Ryan um, backup. I think that that is a crazy thing. If I can get him for 4.5, I doubt it. But running backs don't get paid that much. Um, so I just think him being a Swiss Army knife, I think it would be awesome. On the Evan Ingram deal, he accepted that, right? Yes, Evan Ingram accepted the deal. So these are your signed players right up here. Bet, bet. All right, so let me go to let me go to tackles because mind you, I didn't I didn't trade for Tunsil or what you call it or uh, Collins. Right. Ooh, Trent Brown's out there. Trent so. Brown, let's get it on. You knew exactly what I was thinking. You know what I'm talking about. That's the <laughs> right tackle that's going to go ahead and spearhead us into the promised land, people. Two years, nine million per. So instead of paying the ten million that uh, Lyle Collins would have got, I'm gonna send Trent nine million. I'm gonna guarantee fifty percent. Now y'all also might remember that Indaba Sue denied my offer. So guess what, Larry Ogan Joby, defensive tackle. I'm gonna try to send you something if you already didn't get scooped up. I don't. I don't remember seeing his name. I don't that was- think I saw his name either. Is Solomon Thomas really out there? He's there. there. He is. There's Larry. Okay, so Larry, I'm gonna send him a two year deal for seven million per. I've heard that he he might get up to ten million coming off an injury. I find that very hard to believe. And Larry's dad is a friend of the show. We saw him out uh, at the Super Bowl. No boy, Larry. If you're hey Larry's dad, if you're out there, I should have got your number when we saw you at the Super Bowl. Appreciate you. He even gave my son some bucks in his pocket. Uh, I really appreciate that guy. And uh, if you're listening, hit me up. Hit, hit me up right now. Call me. You you can, you can get my number easy. All right. Uh, 50% guarantee? Yep. All right. Now, um, mind you, when I when I did the Evan you Ingram. Wanna, you want to bring Andrew Billings back? No, I do not. I do not. I remember the Browns told us he was the next Lawrence Taylor before the season. Remember when everybody said the Browns got the roster of the generation? We ain't never seen no roster like this before. Andrew Billings was their starting nose. Come on. Let's be real. Just like they told us Donovan Peoples-Jones was going to take over the league 30 receptions later. Here we are. Okay. Oh, real quick, though. Speaking of the Browns, how do you feel about the Amari Cooper trade that they pulled off? I think it's good for them, but whenever Baker's throwing a football, you know, that's just a variable that you always got to worry about. I always worry about Amari Cooper's consistency. One thing that I've noticed throughout this whole year is, like, there are games when he goes on and there's games when he goes missing. I think he's a big-body target that Baker needs. I think he'll have success. I think he'll maybe have 900 yards if I'm if I'm just being honest. I don't think he's – he's never really had a big year over 1,200 yards in his whole career. So 900 for Baker Mayfield to me is is real. They got Njoku that they paid all that money. So I'm guessing that they're going to throw a lot of footballs his way too. So it's, yeah. it's, that's what you do for an inaccurate quarterback is get them big body receivers. Facts. Amari Cooper had a big dropping problem early in his career though. People don't yeah. remember that when they tried to tell us. I get really I get really tense when they talk about Amari Cooper because for two years. They told us that Amari Cooper and the Dallas Trio was so much better than Amigos. 
Right. And, and this man just got traded for a bag of peanuts. Like I said, everybody be like, why are you so down on Mari Cooper? I'm like, bro, he reinvented himself with America's team. And y'all let the media like coerce you into thinking that he's anywhere near the caliber of Jamar Chase. That's a whole nother rant, a whole nother story. Facts. All right. Anybody else that you wanted to, to reach out to um, other than these guys? No, I, I think I, I think Zach Kerr a little bit. As well, I, I don't know if you want to send him something or I might send him a a a, a couple a five piece uh, Uno wings, <laughs> maybe on on wave three. I do okay. appreciate what he did. That probably might be my last second um, move that I might do. But if y'all seen, I lost some stuff. I still need another three tech. I did have another edge. So now Osai, Hassan Reddick, Hubbard. I mean, Hendrickson, that's nasty. So when I go to the draft, remember I said I'm BPA. So when I go to the draft, there's some three texts. There's a guy somebody showed me earlier today. If y'all know in the comments, defensive tackle that plays for Connecticut, he is 100% my second-round option. This dude is – if y'all get a chance, go watch Connecticut versus Clemson. He made that quarterback's life hell. Pressure up the middle, took on double teams the whole time. The defensive tackle – for the uh, Connecticut Huskies, bro, is a, a complete dog. So you done submitting offers for the day. And let us know in the comments the UConn D-Tackle. But you, you're you done for the day. Yes. Travis Jones, that's his name. Boom. Cordell boom, boom, Patterson boom. accepted your two-year offer for $4.5 million a year. Trent Brown accepted your two-year offer for yes, $9 million a year. Yes, sir. Oh, is back in the fold. So now check me out. If I don't pull off that trade that that's going to give up our draft equity, now I have Trent Brown as my starting right tackle. I, I've already done some different things to solidify like my <laughs> offensive line. I'm gonna go to the draft. I'm gonna go get Travis Jones in the second round. But pr- check this out. It's all BPA. I'm, I think I'm done with everything. That's my whole entire offseason right there. Andy Dalton is replacing Russell Wilson in Seattle. He's still chasing. That's those. a good fit. That's a good uh, fit. He's going to get along with uh with Pete Carroll. They're going to go to Bible study. I'm pretty sure at Seattle, he'll be able to share sugar with all his neighbors. All that good hos- all that good hos- Ohio, you know, hospitality. Dalton's going to bring it out there to Seattle. I want to see him Congratulations, for, for Dalton. Selfish reasons, I want to see him in Pittsburgh. I, I want to see that happen. No, you don't want that cuz <laughs> if he if he come out there cooking one Sunday, you're going to be pissed. <laughs> Remember, remember, Dalton, remember Dalton early in that Bears game was looking good. Y'all don't remember Dalton was – he shut me up. You remember Travis when, Jones. It looks like that guy you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Travis Jones. Yep, so I'm done. But, yeah, Dal- yeah, Dalton was cooking. I would still love to see him in Pittsburgh I would, for selfish I, reasons. I, I feel like I solidified my tight end spot. I know it says Evan Ingram. In my mind, it's really Rob Gronkowski. When I go to the draft, I have to go get another tight end to now sit behind Evan Ingram. Because <laughs> I don't really have right. any. So for people listening, let me let me let me see the, the tight ends real quick. The reason why was because for some reason this system didn't put Rob Gronkowski on there as a free agent. I'm not sure how that happened. Um, because I thought he was supposed to be one, but I, apparently they must have re-signed him. All right, let me let me send OJ Howard something. All right, OJ Howard, what you sending him? I'm gonna send him two point two. I think he's going to take this because he's not even going to get this in real life, is he? All right. Um, and give me one year just to prove it. 50%. And see, Evan Ingram to me is the athletic tight end that I wish was in the draft because I think everybody in their mom would be looking at it. He he declined that? How dare you, OJ Howard? You offered him like $1 million. <laughs> No, no. I said two, 2.2. But you said 50%. <laughs> Well, I'm only guaranteeing two the the two uh the 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 yeah, yeah. I guess so. All right, so two point uh, let me go right back to him. I need another tight end because I can't come to the draft thinking is Mo Ali Cox still on there? I believe I so. Mo Ali Cox is out here too. All right, let me send him something. I don't think I'm gonna have Mo Mo Ali Cox money either. Uh let me do Mo Ali Cox. I'm gonna do three point nine million. And for anybody that's watching this or listening, Rob Gronkowski, for whatever reason, isn't on the board. I, my plan was get the Rob Gronkowski and Evan Ingram and possibly come back and pivot to CJ Uzama. And then 50 for the three-point But Ace, Ace is really, yeah, for 50. We're going to do two years. No, no, do the one year, do the one year and make it 90%. All right. Gotcha. So a lot, a lot of incentives. 
And you can submit it. That's the only position I really feel like is a big hole. He declined. He you declined. F- coochie. How dare you? <laughs> Bro, I need a tight end though. <laughs> All right, go back to the tight ends. Let me see something. Uh Will Disley. No, no, let's go back to let me go. Let me go back to OJ Howard again. Because I feel right. like I feel like he will be the new Drew Sample. He's gonna okay. block. All right, give me three million. Which is crazy. One year. Uh sixty. I mean, now nah, that's guaranteed eighty percent. This is third wave here, OJ Howard. You need to take this money. You decline. How much is OJ Howard supposed to make? OJ Howard. Is it like four I would, million? I would think that it's probably like maybe six or seven million. Really? For OJ Howard? Man, I'm telling you, I, I what is OJ like, in this in this like, class? Uh, I tell you who messed it up. Remember when I texted you and I said I'm not trying to? Uh, who's the dude from the Browns? Who's the tight end from the Browns? Not Ho- Hooper. Hooper. Nah, it's saying one year, two point two million. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like OJ Howard, bro. Was he even available? Like, I mean, did, what, did he even play this past season? Like, where was OJ Howard? I don't remember him. The only reason why I'm doing this, people, is because I cut Drew Sample, which I think is the, one of the reasons why you don't cut Drew Sample. But I just feel like, what is he doing for a team that's going to spread you out? He got tagged. Somebody said he got tagged. I don't think he got tagged. Nah. Someone else got tagged by the Bucks. My man Lamar says send him three years for nine million. Not maybe for OJ. It's, maybe it's the number I could. Of years. That's all right. I'm so doing. all right, all right. Give me three years. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna listen to somebody in the crowd tonight. Greg said he got tagged. Who Gronk? Gronk can't get tagged. Gronk is a free agent. Gronk didn't get tagged. They tagged the. Who did the Bucks tag? Because oh, they tagged Chris Godwin. They tagged Chris Godwin. Right. That's why why they couldn't. All uh, right. Nine million. Yeah, but per year, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do three point eight. I just think that's really high to just pay OJ Howard like. Yeah, that and, is kind of and, and and I'm a, and a, I mean OJ Howard, bro. He hasn't stayed healthy. Seventy. We're gonna and Lamar says seventy five percent guaranteed. So I'm gonna do seventy five percent guaranteed. Submit it, and now he accepted. Taking- All right, got it. Thank you, Lamar. Appreciate you. Every hey, every good front office needs a little bit of help. All right, so let's go over what we got, and then after that, we're gonna go to the mock, and I'm gonna go around it too. Okay. That sounds good. Give me one. Somebody said it's in a four flat and a cup of coffee. <laughs> All right. Uh, looks like you got Evan Ingram at the tight end position. Sweet. You got uh, which, if you're listening, that's probably Rob Gronkowski just because he wasn't available. It could uh, be Evan Ingram good. for real. I think what what is the knock on Evan Ingram at this point in his career? Is it the, is it the dedication to the game or is it the drops? Like, what is it about Evan Ingram? Because from an athleticism point of view, he makes us the scary team. I think it's similar to to Gronk. You're not sure about his health. So he's always up and down in that department. I don't know. Like, I've always liked Evan Ingram from day I one. Too. Uh, I wanted the Bengals to draft him way back, but I think he got drafted before he even got to us. Um, I think Evan Ingram is definitely somebody that is is going to make your offense scary if he's there to play. Yes, like he's the John Ross of tight ends. <laughs> he's Pretty a, much. To That's me, he he's very kind of like Tyler Eifert, right? He's like a guy that it has a tight end position body, but really is kind of like a wide receiver trapped in a tight end right. body. Man, I just think about you talking to me. So outside of this show – Ace talks to me about Gronk like once every day or two, and I, and I really bought into the idea of like Gronk being really special. And when I think about our offense sputtering, it's not the big plays; it's clearly the red zone big body tight end slash receiver. And who better than Rob Gronkowski? And 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 mind you, Rob Gronkowski is one of the greatest blocking tight ends. I can't I can't stress that more than enough. Like. He's one of the greatest blocking tight ends of all time. And just a mat, and I feel like his the way that he plays football just fits the AFC North. Like it's just it's just nasty. Did you hear what he said yesterday? 
Like, yeah, he was trending. He's he's talking about Joe Swag again, which makes me feel a little funny because CJ Uzama, I don't know if you guys have watched this. Gary Owen, friend of the show, posted that CJ Uzama, he poured a cup and said, this is for your extension. CJ Uzama not only liked it, he reposted it on his Instagram. So mm-hmm. for me to think that the Bengals will be able to afford Uzama and Gronk, I just don't see it. That's the part that makes it tough. That's I just don't see that- it. But with with Gronk, like that would be crazy. See, see, to me, you got to cut, you got to cut sample. To me, so and that's, that's blasphemy. Like, trade sample, bro. The thing to me is, and I don't want to take up too much time on this, but the thing to me is, it's clear that Gronk wants to play for you, right? So, like, the leverage is in your favor. It's up to you to kind of like he's made it known he wants to play there. It doesn't seem to me like money would be an option. Now he's not taking one year, two million, right? Like that would just be insane. But I think you could kind of get him with a, a deal that's like maybe it looks like 1.8 million on the surface, like similar to what Tampa did, but it's not guaranteed. Like only four and a half million of it is guaranteed. He's got like escalators in it where you have to play a certain amount of games and, you know, do all of these things, make a Pro Bowl, like make the Super Bowl. Then that activates this bonus, get this amount right. of receptions and it activates it. I think that's the deal that you do. But it's just right. crazy to me, like people. Like we got Gronk staring at us saying, like, bro, I'm trying to come and play with Amigos and Joe. And Any anybody that got it, I w- I had to catch myself when you would talk to me about it, and I had my nose up at it a little bit. Like at the very beginning, I'm like, I mean, come on, bro. Like, you know, like, nah, you need Gronk for real. If you really want to take this to the next level, you need a Gronk like talent. And see, in the red zone, Gronk will absolutely destroy teams. We'd be unstoppable. A one-on-one with Rob Gronkowski, and you got you to gotta double-team T or Jamar Chase or Tyler Boyd. on. Like, you can't do all that stuff that you did. Like, even I, I think about fourth and one and how they held up Tyler Boyd, and I'll be showing you that route and how Uzama's coming across. Like, Gronk in that same role. In that same situation. Like, that, like, you, like you get a first down, literally. Can, I don't care what your line looking like. That's a first down, bro. Even if the Ravens get sauce, right? You still don't have anybody for Gronk. You, you still don't. don't have you know they're high on Patrick Queen, but Patrick Queen is oh, not barbecue chicken again. Like there's the, the only type of guy that can work on a Gronk to me at this point is like a guy like Trey Flowers, and that's a guy that I skipped in the in the thing just now. Can you? Mm-hmm. I, I did want to go over my. Oh, oh no, nah, I got you. I got you. All right, I just want to go over this real quick because we got. I know I'm running low on time too, guys. Yep. No, all good. I get pulled back up here. So we we stopped at Evan Ingram and got off track, but you got Ryan Jensen at center. You James Daniels. James Daniels is the big one that I don't James think people Daniels. are talking about. I know the Bengals in real life. I don't think they're high on James Daniels, but go ahead. Carlton Davis at corner, Malik Super Bowl Curry, champion, Cordell Patterson, Trent Brown, Larry Ogunjobi, OJ Howard. So I fixed the line in the sense of now I got a brand new center, I got a brand new right tackle, and I got a brand new guard. And, and, and Carmen, Adenogy, and Deontay Smith can all develop. I can go to the draft and literally not even care about offensive line unless the guy that I really, really like falls to me. That's why I think it's very important starting tomorrow that the Bengals go and just get three offensive line guys. If a Linderbaum or somebody is there, sure, because Ryan Jensen will be on a short-term two-year deal anyway. I think you figure out a way to get Linderbaum on that line because, like uh, Pollock said, get your best five. But if you look at it, I secured the edge where now you got Hassan Reddick and you got a rotation of him and Osai. Say Osai isn't who we think he is. Hassan Reddick, 100% is that guy. Sam Hubbard is that guy. So you got all these different things. And you go to the – and Malik Hooker is your backup uh, free safety. If you don't work out something with Jesse Bates, at least you got something to put a Band-Aid on it for a little bit. You go draft your guy next year, and you still got something there. He's not Jesse Bates, but he's a bargain version of it, the Eli Apple of safeties. And I think that, that will really work out. If you all checked out what I just did right there, I think that's exactly what I would do like – Pick for person for person. That's exactly what I would want. So getting into the draft, um, I just let the top 10 picks go. Do you want me to keep going? Do you want to propose a trade? Keep on going. That looks sweet to me. Let it go. All right. Mind you, I've done work. I got Carlton Davis. So I'm really really looking now. The one thing that I didn't do was three tech, remember? So don't let win. All right. So now we to 20. Right, Jordan Davis is gone. Yes, Trevor Penning is gone. But some, Andrew but some bums went off the board that I did want to go. So that's awesome. Tyler Linderbaum went to to Philly. I've heard that in real life too. 
Stingley. Hold on, but Kelsey, but Kelsey just signed his deal, I think. McDuffie. If Sting, now Stingley, now Patriots are a good trade partner for us. Now to get the pick twenty one, looking at the draft charts, you have to give up a fourth and a sixth just to get up to twenty one. If Stingley is there at twenty, if I'm the Bengals, I make that happen. Of course, in this scenario, I've already got Carlton Davis and Awuzie, so I'm not moving up. I'm not doing anything. The only way I get Stingley is if he falls to thirty one. Zion Johnson goes, Kyer Elam goes. Got you. McDuffie goes. Devin Lloyd is a special line. Ah, oh, he's there. All right, now you got an offer here. The Philadelphia Eagles are offering you fifty-one. No, uh uh-uh, because I see I see who I want on the board, which right. is crazy. So we rejected it. All right, now New York Jets are offering oh you pick thirty-five. Nope. And and twenty. Okay, so nope, you're not taking that. All right, bet. Now I'm gonna I'm tell y'all the craziest thing. This is going to be a ama- now. I missed out on three tech, but guess what? The best edge in the whole entire draft, in my opinion, is sitting right there. It's a no brainer. You would look at Nicobe Dean is still on here. This is not really that realistic. I don't know if this is taken in in the consideration the combine. But I'm gonna tell you this: if Jermaine Johnson, I got a same draft grade on him that I had on Brian Burns, straight out of Florida State. Two of the best edge rushers that I've seen in the last three, four years. Killed the combine. If he's there, you make it work. You rotate with him. You're going to need a little bit more beef with Shelvin. Go pick up some more big boys up front. But aside from that, you're talking about the greatest pass rush the def- that the world has ever seen. Jermaine Johnson. Uh, who did I say? Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine Johnson. You got, uh, uh, I went and got Hassan Reddick. I got Joseph Osai, Hendrickson, and Hubbard. That's five guys that everybody would kill for. And knowing the mastermind of Lou, that's exactly who I will get. Now, just so y'all know, Nakobe Dean, Perry and Winfrey, and especially Deontay Wyatt. That is the name. I'm going to tell you another dude. Roger McCrary is a corner that I slept on a lot because I don't like his size profile, but I looked at who he went up against. Guess who he went up against and did work? Who did he go up against? Uno. Uno. Woo. <laughs> so a lot of people are down on McQuarrie because a lot of things don't check out, but he checked out in that game I saw against him. Somebody sent me a cut up of him against Jamar. It was nice. So with so you're going Jermaine Johnson? Or are you going Devontae White? Are you going Perry on Winfrey? Which I'm, go, I'm going Jermaine Johnson. I gotta have a NASCAR pass rushes just ruin Super Bowls, and we learned that firsthand. I, I, I stress that every year. Jermaine Johnson, that's the pick. All right. So, I mean, you're talking about a defense right there that will kill people and nasty. and put your lights out. That's If y'all go look at the combine, he might be the first guy to come off the board as an edge uh, after his combine. He's unstoppable. So him being at 31, I, I just don't even see it. But no, crazier that's things. Nice, that's, a crazier nice, things uh, that's a nice haul. I think who they nation would be more than satisfied with all of this. I think people aren't really that high on Carlton Davis because they don't really know the story with him. But him and Murphy Button, I went back on that game because I know the last show I was thinking about, like, man, where where was Carlton Davis? Like, he was mm-hmm. balling in them playoffs. They, that When they won that Super Bowl, mm-hmm. he was balling in them playoffs. And you and talk about like, 25 like years old. Yeah, he's 25. What? Like, when I first put together the list of free agents – like I immediately thought about him because I think he was ranked second on PFF's list as far as the availability. And then I was looking at it. And when you really look through it, like, like you saw that, uh, that list that I posted and it's like, it's really underwhelming. Like really at the top is where you're really kind of seeing the guys that you would want. Like Stefan Gilmore for me just isn't as I'm not as enthusiastic about him because he's 31. So he's turning 32. He's a great corner right nothing against him but the age just doesn't make sense for me like i'd rather have a carlton davis or a jc jackson because they're much younger um than someone like a stefan gilmore uh jeremy nolan says who we getting at burners at wide receiver we're gonna go mid-round pick what if i would have got to a mock around third or fourth i'm looking at the wide receiver from memphis uh austin the third that's my guy uh uh jesus rios uh talked about wyatt I really like Deontay Wyatt. If he was on the board at 31 or anywhere near it, I like a lot of them Georgia guys, honestly. But um, but Carlton, I mean, like you were just saying, I mean, bro, what I just laid out right there is if anything looks like that, and the one thing I don't think you looked at at the end of that is I'm carrying over at least like 8 to 10 million. Mm-hmm. That was the one key thing that I thought about is like, all right, so even after the fact, when they ca- have something to roll over, a cap yeah. casualty falls. I'm gonna go get me a defensive tackle. I know y'all seen the report about Fletcher Cox, guys like that. There's gonna be a lot of guys that I think drop off, 
and then we just go and pick them up. So I think that's another position where we're going to be looking at three tech because we learn, we just got to get better in the trenches. That's all it is. Our skill positions, our core people. I know that Jesse Bates comes back on a franchise tag, but like the main guys, the Hiltons of the world, the bomb bills, everybody's set. We're ready to go on that part. Where do we need to improve the trenches on both sides of the football? I thought in the Super Bowl, there was no interior pressure on Matthew Stafford whatsoever. He ran around like doing nothing for a whole entire half, but kudos to him. He got the last drive and what the rest is history. On the opposite end of it, there's no secret on what's going on with the Bengals' offensive line. I came into the draft with three brand new guys, and I honestly feel like even if the Bengals didn't do a James Daniel, Jensen, and who I put Spain or my third person was somebody else. I think I you think, made an offer to Spain, but he he rejected it. But I walked in with three guys when I when had, I went. You had James Daniels, uh, Jensen. On. You had James Daniels, Jensen, and you ended up getting Trent Brown. Trent so Brown. You, yeah. So yeah, you do you do something like that, Bengals. I mean, you're you you're playing with house money. You go to the draft, get it right. Then guys talking about like Falei Falei or whatever his name is, Falei, the mm-hmm. big tall giant guy, project guys. You could take a risk on him later on. You could do whatever you want. It's truly BPA. But what you right. can't do. It's trying to take on a Cedric Obwehi with somebody that hasn't done it in college that you're projecting to do it. You got to make sure that you're getting somebody that's actually done it. That's Facts. the key. Facts. Um, well, appreciate you guys for listening to the Orange is the New Black podcast. Shout out to our sponsor, Midwest Best Barbecue. We ended up trading somebody for, for a six-piece of Midwest Best throughout the show, but please be sure to check them out in Loveland 669 <laughs> Justice Court over in Loveland. Shout out to them. Uh, shout out to Bad Boy as well. Uh, definitely representing them as well. Zim, is there anything that you want to say before you get out of here? Nope. Just keep your phone alert song. We're going to go crazy. Make sure y'all check us out. NewStripeCity.com. Please make sure you keep on supporting. I got the Migo shirt, big classic right here. You see that Ace's post in the background. But just keep on making sure you support us. We're going to start. I think we went less interview heavies this offseason. We're going to start picking it up a little bit with some interviews and stuff uh, coming up soon. I don't think there's another Bengals podcast that has had as many guests as us. I don't even think it's close if you really go look. So I think we're about to start cranking that up soon. Please make sure you tell everyone that you know that these guys really want to win um, and they love the Bengals. And you should watch all of our shows and subscribe. There are people that are watching this right now that aren't hitting the subscribe button. So please make sure you hit the subscribe button. Yeah, definitely be sure to subscribe to Zim Huday's YouTube channel as well. And check out ZimHuday.com because I think I saw you had a, a hoodie that you released with this cold front that just came up. Or it might have been one that you already had out there. Uh, but I know the whole lot of orange joint. I think I saw you post, I think, a little earlier. So it did get chilly. As you see, I'm in Florida and I got a hoodie on right now. That cold <laughs> front is, is not playing. And we had the spring forward as well. Um, but definitely be sure to support both of us. Also follow Zim at Zim underscore who they on Instagram. You can follow me at New Stripe City on Instagram. And like he said, we're going to be banging your head with content consistently uh, next week, especially with free agency. So just stay tuned for that. And also be sure to subscribe to the Cincy Jungle podcast wherever you get your podcast. And Zim, we got to end this with a yes. Sersky. Hello, world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports, and 